Hey, hey! Welcome to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 92, When You Go Emotionally Numb. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, and I want to welcome you if you are new to the podcast. I'm super glad to have you here. Um, This podcast is designed for mamas that are raising kids that have special needs, whether that be uh, medical or health issues or developmental issues, whatever it is. If you feel like you have a child that has special needs and you can feel the emotional and mental load that that adds to your life, this is the place for you where we talk about going from surviving to thriving. So if what you hear today really resonates with you, I want to invite you to use that email address in the show notes and reach out to me personally. And we can communicate about what I can do for you to help you go from surviving and struggling with the mental and emotional load that you have now to living a lighter, more peaceful and enjoyable life without having to change all the circumstances that are happening in your life right now. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about how to get emotional peace. And the main thing that we're gonna focus on is what to do when you check out emotionally because you're feeling so much pain. And when I say check out, I mean when you go emotionally numb. So if you wanna feel alive without feeling beaten up emotionally, then you're gonna wanna stick around to the end because I've got some really juicy things to share with you that made all the difference for me and I know it can do the same for you. All right, so emotional peace. We all know that we want it, but a huge thing that holds people back is the fear of feeling their emotions. They worried about getting stuck in or not being able to get out of a really negative emotion, whether that be depression, anxiety, or pain. Another worry is that they won't be able to handle the pain. Like in a way, our brain triggers this idea that we might just die because we don't feel like we can handle the big emotions that we're feeling. And the last thing that really holds people back is that they don't even know what to do with feelings, period, positive or negative ones, but especially very intense negative emotions. They don't know what to do with it. So it makes total sense that achieving emotional peace is a big struggle. And it's because we weren't taught about emotions growing up. It's not something that was readily addressed in school and likely not at home with our families. Emotions were just something that we reacted to instead of intentionally thought about, managed, and created. So my journey into numbness really started um, when my daughter gained the failure to thrive diagnosis. And initially I was in a bit of denial about it. I was like, all right, this is kind of just a short stint. It's not going to be a big deal we're going to get through this. But then the more and the more we didn't, the more painful my emotions became. And the more I began to feel 
trapped in my own life. Because not only was this life for my daughter and for me not turning out to be anything like I expected, it was turning out to be something worse than I expected. Turning out to be something that I didn't want to have happen. I didn't want this to be happening to my daughter. I didn't want her to be having the struggles. And at the same time, I didn't want to have the struggles that went along with being a full-time caretaker and mother of, of my beautiful baby girl that was struggling. Yet at the same time, I knew that I was going to be there for her no matter what. I knew I was going to stay and I was going to help and I was going to try to figure something out. So it felt like I was trapped. I was going to be there for her, but being there for her was so emotionally painful. Not only because it was things I didn't want to do, it was things I thought shouldn't be happening to her or to me. And so I got to the point where I didn't know what to do because I couldn't seem to escape the way I was feeling because my entire life triggered those kinds of emotions. So I started to become numb, maybe even a little apathetic just so I could handle the day-to-day in and out of the doctor's appointments, in and out of therapists, the daily grind of doing the therapy exercises at home during the week, implementing the feeding regimens that the doctors suggested, and going and getting all the tests that we could to try to figure out what's going on. I had to get it done, right? Somebody needed to do it. And I wasn't able to do it if I was in a place of pain all the time. So I shifted into numbness. And that worked really well for me for a little while. Until it didn't. Soon after that, I started to realize that I didn't like being numb. Because being numb made everything more dull. It made everything blah. Like I wasn't in immense pain anymore, but I also wasn't really excited about anything in my life. It felt like resignment. It felt like resignation, like settling. Like, I guess this is just the life that I have, that I get to have, and I had no choice or no say in the matter, and like, this is it, and and I don't like it. Um, so I'm gonna be numb, so I don't feel all the pain. But there was a bit inside of me that just didn't want to settle for that, just knew that there was a better way. And it wasn't until I found myself a coach that taught me about emotions and taught me about why I was numbing myself in the first place that I began to see, that I began to feel different. I began to feel again, first of all, and then I began to feel different in a good way, in a way that brought hope and light back into my life and possibility that I saw a life that I could have with my daughter, with her struggles, with my struggles, and that we could still have a life that we both enjoyed. I did not know that was possible. I didn't think it was possible early on, but I was wrong. So I want to share with you 
some of the things that I learned on that journey from going from emotionally numb to feeling alive and not feeling afraid of the negative emotions that will surface inevitably in my life, but also learning how to not make that be the only thing that I feel, right? That I get to also feel hope, joy, fulfillment, and happiness. And I get to do the things that I love to do and be there for my daughter. It's awesome. So here are four things that I learned about why I was numbing and why you might be numbing too. Emotions can be painful. Some emotions can be so painful that you actually feel a physical pain in your body. Okay, and these painful emotions really surface acutely when you're going through an unexpected difficult life circumstance, like when your child is struggling with their health and their development. The second thing I learned is that we as humans, often try to avoid or escape our painful emotions with buffering. Buffering is when we do something to distract us or to to put something in between ourselves and our emotions. So, So some of the things I was using, for example, was social media. I would feel slightly uncomfortable. I would feel really like a lot of pain. I would feel depression or anxiety. And so I would not know what to do with those emotions. So I'd go ahead and pull out my phone and open up Facebook or Instagram and I'd scroll and scroll and scroll just to see what's going on. What's the next thing that's going to pop out to distract me. And then the thing is that you could really scroll quite endlessly. And then if there's something I liked, I might kind of go down that rabbit hole and research it or comment or get involved in the conversation on the thread. Now, I'm not saying all social media is bad. What you want to be aware of is if you're using it to buffer or escape your emotions, right? I also did this with food, emotional eating. Other things that I have seen people use is drugs or other kinds of addictions. I mean, you can also use and be addicted to social media and eating and things like that. Some people try to outwork their pain or out-exercise their pain or out-sleep their pain, Um, but that doesn't work. Okay, so that is buffering. The second thing I learned is that we try to avoid or escape our painful emotions with buffering. The third thing is that we numb because we feel trapped in our pain. And I remember worrying at one point that that this numbing of my emotions and numbing towards the situation that was going on with my daughter meant that I was not a good mother and that maybe I was never meant to be a mother. And that's not true. What I learned is that my brain was trying to figure out how to get me out of pain, right? The brain is oriented towards pleasure and towards efficiency. So when I presented it with a situation of being trapped in a very painful emotion, 
and there wasn't anything that I was buffering with enough that was strong enough to take away the pain, then I numbed. And this numbing can look like thoughts of resignation. It can look like thoughts of blame or victimhood. What I really learned, though, is that this feeling of trapped, there's no way out, there's no other options, is really what kind of lit the fuse on numbness. All right, the last thing I learned about emotional numbing is that it is bad for us. (laughs) And maybe that seems quite obvious, but the reason why is because we can't numb selectively. If you numb yourself emotionally, it affects all of your emotions, not just the one you're trying to numb. So if you think back to my experience that I shared with you, I mentioned that not only did I feel less pain, I also felt less joy and fulfillment. We can't experience this life without an equal amount of the good and the bad, of good feelings and of negative feelings. So when we try to use numbing our emotions as a way to feel better, it doesn't actually work. We just stop feeling, or at least we feel a lot less. You could think about it like you're sitting in a room and you're looking across the room at a picture, but the lights dim and dim and dim. This scenario is a good illustration of what's happening with your emotions. You're trying to look across the room and enjoy that photo. You're trying to look across the room and see that photo, and you can do so really well in bright light, meaning you're allowing yourself to feel the full capacity of them, whatever emotions might come your way. But if you numb them, you start to dim that light, which makes it harder to see the picture. It gets less and less clear and less and less visible. And whether you liked that picture or not, you just can't see it altogether. And that's the same way, whether you like your emotions or not, if you dim that light or if you numb your emotions, it doesn't matter what emotion it is, you won't be able to feel it very fully. So how do you stop numbing your emotions? And I also have four tips for you today on that. The first one is to learn to feel your emotions. So I want to describe to you emotions like flowing water through a river. Emotions enter our bodies and leave our bodies, just like water enters a certain section of the river and leaves that same section of the river. Now you can just imagine yourself laying down in a stream or a river but you're, you're laying there and the water is flowing around you. And regardless of whether the water is cold or warm, the water is still just going to flow right on your head all the way down to your feet and just keep going. Emotions are kind of the same way, whether they're positive emotions or negative emotions, 
our bodies were designed to allow them to flow through us, which means we will feel them all. But if we're willing to feel them, then they just enter. We feel them and then they leave. They release. But if we build a dam in front of us so that the water stops flowing, the water doesn't stop being there, right? It just starts to pull up behind the dam. And it will pull and it will pull and it will pull up until the dam can't hold it anymore or until we build a bigger dam. And that's how numbing works. Numbing is a way of buffering against the way we feel. It's a way of dimming down those emotions until eventually it breaks. Then we have a huge flood of emotion. And with how much water that is, that could definitely drown us, right? And that is what it often feels like. We are drowning. We can't handle this. This isn't safe. And really, it's just the fact that you cannot outrun, you cannot buffer away, you can't bury emotions, right? It's always there. The water is always trying to flow. Even if you redirect it, it's flowing. Even if you pull it up by a dam, it's flowing into that area. So the best thing to do when it comes to emotions, and this is the second thing that I've learned about how to stop numbing, is you let your emotions flow. So you break down the dam. You let the water flow. When it's flowing, then you can do the third thing I've learned, which is you turn inward. Once you feel that flood of emotions come in, whether it's a positive or a negative emotion, turn inward into the emotion and try to connect with it. Try to treat it as if it's another person outside of you. Like, so if you're feeling pain with a capital P as if it's its own person, then you turn inward towards that pain and maybe seek out where it is in your body, where you feel that it's flowing through. See if it has anything to say to you. See if it's continuing to move or not and breathe deeply, which is the fourth thing, to be present with your emotions as they pass. You'd be surprised at how much being present helps cool down the intensity of your emotions. It's when you try to ignore or push push away your emotions that they tend to grow and get bigger, like that water pulling behind the dam. But if you're willing to just let it flow and to be present with it, you'll notice that it won't be so hard to actually just feel that emotion. And it will pass. So a quick recap, emotions have to be felt to be released. We numb because we feel trapped in our pain. Be present with the pain and allow it to flow through you. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope you found that valuable. Please share this with someone else if you did find it valuable or you think that they would. And if this is something that resonated with you or even just piqued your curiosity, shoot me an email at that address in the show notes and connect with me. 
and let's see if we can take you from surviving to thriving. And send me an email at that email address below or come and join the Facebook group Mamas Have Special Needs Too. And I'll see you later. Take care.